This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. You know I'm Tom Kindred, and you know where we're at, the Flagel Conference in Orlando, Florida. It is the Florida Association of Government Guaranteed Lenders. So it's all about small business lending, capital access, and, and all the support pieces that go along with that. Uh, for two days. Um, you you got to kind of be an SBDC person to love a conference like this, but we love it uh, because it is all about trying to get access uh, to capital, uh, to small businesses to help them start, grow, and expand. So uh, been a, a couple of great days. Uh, talked to a lot of great people, and we've got one of those um, very innovative, uh, important, and valuable uh, resources with us right now. Uh, we've got uh, Darren Mize, who is the co-founder and partner at GCF Business Evaluation. Um, Darren, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Great to be here. Thank you. Um, so uh, in talking to you and uh, getting prepared for this interview, uh, I think one of the quotes we heard was, we literally wrote the SBA's business valuation operating procedure. No one knows them better uh, than GCF. Uh, uh, we appreciate your time and coming on and talking about uh, business valuations because they are an important element in all of this, right? It is. And we, uh, we certainly uh, like to spread the word. I mean, our, our mantra is we keep small business moving. Uh, we're passionate about entrepreneurship. We're passionate about small business uh, nice. because there's so many things that go along with that that a lot of yes. people don't understand. So anything we can do to help. Well, good. We're going to get into that. Uh, let's start with uh, first, uh, just a little bit of background uh, on yourself and kind of your pathway to uh, uh, to GCF. Great. Well, uh, you know, we've been doing this for 25 years. Um, we've started out very small. We we felt like there was a need uh, to help small businesses do an adequate valuation for a transaction. And at the time. Uh, there were so many companies out there that did that work, but they were charging twenty-five, fifty, eighty thousand dollars for, you know, a proper valuation. Small business owners just can't afford that. So, we felt like it was a good idea to start working with the people who work with small business owners, specifically those who were involved in those small business transactions, and provide a service that allowed them to adequately put a value on a business so that they can sell it at the proper price, makes it fair for both the buyer and the seller. Right. And, and we, we started out with uh, M&A advisors and business brokers, and that led to SBA lenders. And, and uh, you know, uh, uh, we've been doing this now for a long time, and it's, it's keeping us busy. So let's, uh, let's dive right into it. I mean, uh, why does one uh, need a business valuation? I mean, what, in what circumstances do we need one? Well, it could be any number of things, and, and I think that's a, another misconception about uh, small business owners and the people who advise them is that uh, business valuation can serve all purposes, but it, it really can't, um, whether it's exit planning, SBA lending, 
gifting and estate tax, divorce, employee stock ownership plan. I mean, there's there's probably a dozen or so reasons why somebody would want to have evaluation, but the, the crux of it still remains that the business owner needs a, an accurate benchmark so that they can properly make a decision as to how they want to proceed with whatever it is that they're trying mm -hmm. to do. And that's what the valuation does. And as long as it's coming from an accredited, press, uh, an accredited professional, um, they know they're getting quality advice. And I guess... Um when it's always the when the requirement for the business valuation really is is when you're either buying or selling a business and you're seeking SBA funding mm -hmm. and financing, the SBA is always going to require some. Exactly, and right. and what they require is actually that the valuation. There are two key components to that. One is it has to be prepared by a qualified professional with an appropriate designation, and two, it has to have and be in a certain format to meet SBA guidelines and SOPs, uh, which you re alluded to earlier. We help write all of those guidelines to make right. sure that the people that were doing the work were doing it right. Nice. Okay. Talk to us about the the process. How does all this uh, start, and how does it flow? Well, it's it's a fact-finding mission. Uh, we know that small businesses and every small business is different. It's due the proper diligence and time and effort and, and, and preparing evaluation that is accurate. And that, that comes with some time. So you're, not only are you gathering a lot of financial data and a lot of uh, operational information from the owner of the company, but you're also taking that information and you're, you're doing a risk analysis to determine the risk of the company because risk and cash flow obviously are the key drivers of value. So the process... Um, you know, it can be anywhere from a couple of weeks to a couple of months. It really does depend upon the purpose and how the valuation is being used. So anybody who's going to come and tell a business owner, you know, I can do this for you in three or four days or six days, they're not giving that business its proper time and effort. And, uh, you know, a business owner needs that because if every business is different, you want to make sure you capture the value that that business has. And you can't do that in a few days. It's got to take some time. And so obviously anybody, any qualified professional can guide you in that right direction. But when that qualified professional is telling you they can do it in a in anything really less than 10 days, I don't think the business owner is getting what they deserve. Right. And, and talk to me about... Um so we understand we're uh, we're going to get an SBA loan to buy a business. Got to have the valuation. We're uh, engaged in a in a merger and acquisition of a business. We want to know as the buyer what's the business really worth. Is there a is there any um, uh, reason why a business owner who's operating, owning, you know, managing a business is is this something? That, that would be of value for a business owner just to have done, um, you know, every five years to really understand what his business is worth? Or do, can he really get that information from the balance sheet? Well, it's two separate questions, actually. One is is the idea of, of a business owner having that kind of information is important. For one, it could be just for exit planning. You know, if you're, if you're planning at some point to exit, you want to make sure that not only do you know what the valuation is today, but what it's going to be when at the time that you exit. And on top of that, how do you get from point A to point B? So if a business owner needs or has targeted a certain number that they want to sell the company for and you're not there yet, how do you get there? Yeah, and and the valuation point. advisor can certainly help you with that. Okay. Um, you know, the, the balance sheet really is is more of a... Um, 
is a foundation for the company as a whole. Those are the assets and liabilities that contribute to the ability for the company to sell its products and services, which generate the revenue, which generates the cash flow, which then generates the value. So they all work hand in hand with each other. The income statement and the balance sheet are really one engine that creates the cash flow that generates the value for the company. So the, the valuation advisor is going to provide that business owner with an understanding of what they have, perhaps maybe even what they need, uh, and provide them with a, you know, a nice roadmap as to how they can achieve what they're trying to achieve, whether it's next year, next month, or 10 yeah. years from now. Well, I mean, I, I love that that insight because I think that incredible way to look at it is here, here's our target, what we'd like to maybe exit and the valuation can really give us that roadmap to get there. Yeah. Because that's a that's a that's a that's a complex question for a small business owner. You know, I want to sell this business for a million dollars, but it's really only worth half a million. Well, how they, do I get there? They think it's worth a million, and I think that's the other <laughs> that's the other right, conception yeah. of the process here is that the valuation is going to realign that expectation because right. most business owners, rightfully so, by the way, because not many people know how to do this kind of work. Um, they think that their business is worth X because of all of these things, where in right. fact, most of those things really have no nope. impact on right. value at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. The sweat equity, obviously, is one yeah. thing that business owners like to talk about, but sweat equity yeah. has no uh, bearing on value. It's more like sunk cost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, um, but, but again, you bring up another great point. I mean, um, what are the, the aspects and bullet points of, of a uh, valuation? Of course, we obviously know the obvious ones, you know, balance sheet, cash. But what do you look at in terms of the market and maybe trends and uh, growth potential? Those are all factors that, that are part of this algorithm? Ab absolutely. And so you're, you're looking at the uh, the the financial operation and, and the foundation for value, which is really just the numbers, right? And, and that's that's a factual picture of the company. But then, then I go back to the same concept. You've got cash flow and risk that are two primary drivers of value. The risk is the perceived part of that equation. The cash flow is the factual side. Right. So you're looking at industry, you're looking at financial trends, you're looking at the dependency on the owner or key employees. You're looking at oh, uh, wow. you know, yeah. Good. cash flow margin. You you're not looking at revenue so much. You're looking more about cash flow and, and maybe cash flow margin. Where all that where all that money is coming from, you know, are you are you dependent on one customer that generates 80% of your revenue? Yeah. Those are all those Great are all point. risk factors that drive right. the value or lack thereof in, in evaluation. Well and that's uh my gosh, that goes back to your point about timing and process. I mean, those are all those are all deep dives into the business. You're not going to do that in three days. It's, you can't. It's <laughs> you not can't. possible. No. And, and of course, I'm going to share my one of my favorite uh, business sayings with you since you brought brought up the, the bit about cash being kind of factual. I used to love when we talked about profits and opinion. Cash is a fact. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and again, kind of lends itself to the whole valuation process. Yeah, you, know, you, can, you can tell me what a great business you have. But you're going to look at the facts here. Yeah. I mean, so the other aspect is, is that, you know, the valuation and really what you're going to do with the valuation is, is a very emotional process, whether it's gifting an estate tax, whether it's transaction exit planning, all that kind of stuff. Right. Our, our job is to take the emotion out of it, look at the facts and identify where those facts will take you in terms of value and how to improve upon where you are today versus where you want to be tomorrow, next year. So yeah. uh, our job is to help the small business owner determine that so that they have, again, an, an adequate path to get where they need to be so that they can enjoy the rest of their life at some point. Yeah. No. So let's talk about logistics. Um, 
you do this all over the state of Florida. You do it all over the country. Um, how does one start the process of getting engaged with your company? Uh, we're based out of Tampa, Florida. Uh, we've been doing this for 25 years. And the best way to reach us really is if you go to our website, which is gvalue.com. Um, there is a spot there under contact us to be able to just reach out to our folks uh, in Tampa and say, look, I'm interested in and getting evaluation for this particular purpose. How can you help me? And somebody from our operations team uh, and engagement team will reach out to them and give them a head start as, as to how to make that happen. What is the, uh, what's kind of the strategy uh, with evaluation? If I'm buying a business, do I want to engage you to get the valuation before I go into negotiations? Um, if I'm selling the business, do I, and we've, I think we've talked about that. That helps if you're selling it because then you, you understand what the value really is. And I'm assuming in a in an M&A deal, both parties might do their own valuation. Is that how it works? It's it's possible. You don't, especially with small business transactions, you don't see that much. Okay. Um, it's certainly the, the right way to go. And obviously, we advise a lot of our M&A side clients that evaluation is important because you need to help set that expectation of value right now versus when you go out and try to sell it. Right. On the buy side of the equation, it's important to make sure that nobody overpays for, for that business. We right. want to make sure that it's fair for both parties, both right. buyer and seller. So having evaluation as a buyer is going to help you determine how to approach that negotiation. Everybody has their own perception of risk, right? right? So the number that we come up with you know, might be slightly off based on what they believe is risk versus what we believe is risk. It's an opinion at that point, wow. but it's coming right. from a qualified source. So right. it's not like we're going to be that far off. It's just a matter of what that perception of risk is going to be. Right. Um, what are you seeing in the, in the marketplace right now? Are you, are, are you, are you busy to the point where, wow, there's a lot of buying and selling going on or, or is that where we are in the marketplace in Florida? Well, we're, you know, we're fortunate enough to know because of the experience we've had in the market over 25 years to see really what happens in the marketplace. So barring any major uh, changes in economic structure, whether you've got, you know, we've seen 9-11, we've seen the Great Recession, now we've seen COVID. If you take those out of the equation, which are uh, uncontrollable influences on the market, the market itself really doesn't change that much in terms of small business transactions. So, you know, obviously after COVID, coming out of COVID uh, in that second half of 2020, things really came back to normal. Transactions were pumping. The U.S. government was certainly helped fueling that right. a little bit. Um, companies did very well towards the end of 2020 and did very well towards uh, all of 2021. Things are pulling back a little bit uh, in terms of performance based on every, every company that we're looking at, at at this stage. But overall, transactions continue to happen. It's a great market. Even with interest rates rising, people are buying companies or selling companies. So we're, we're certainly seeing the benefit of that. Are there, do you see, do you see opportunities? I mean, do you see, uh, you know, of course, everybody talks about the pandemic, you know, third generations, I'm done, I'm tired. I, you know, I want to get out of this thing. You know, pandemic, you know, beat me up pretty bad. Are you seeing some of that going on? And does that generate opportunities for young people to acquire businesses? It's a great point. I, I, I would tell you specifically after COVID hit, there were a great many of opportunities out there. People just didn't want to have to try to rebound and right. recollect, uh, you know, what they've been doing for a while because everything just kind of stopped for a couple of months. 
there were some really, really hard hit industries, especially in entertainment, hospitality, um, that created some nice opportunities for some buyers out there. Uh, it also created opportunities for entrepreneurship well, yeah. uh, and, and filling gaps of things that nobody knew were, uh, was going to happen. Right. And all of a sudden now there's a market for something uh, right. to prevent maybe that from happening again. So we saw it all from both sides, good, good and bad. Do you do you see any of this new uh, model? And I, I don't know how new it is anymore. Uh, it, it's probably now old. But the entrepreneurship through acquisition model, where someone goes in, says, "Look, I'm going to work for you for a couple of years. I'm going to help grow the business, and then take you out." Do you are you seeing any any of that kind of model at, at play in the marketplace? Well, you you see a lot of that in private practice. So for specific. Uh, businesses like uh, medical practices, dental practices, optometry, things like that. Yeah. The, the common model is to bring somebody in out of college, train them, teach them, get them comfortable, and at some point create an exit strategy so that that person can take on right. and carry it. Uh, you know, with other industries, it, it depends. It right. really does depend. Uh, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there and, and entrepreneur wannabes uh, that uh, come out of college with something that they want to go out and prove and they want to do it on their own. And right. I think it's a great marketplace to be able to do that right now specifically. All right. Uh, Darren uh, Mize, the co-founder and partner of GCF Business Valuation. Again, um, so often in small business, uh, you know, you got these, you know, folks that have, you know, grown the business, started, grown it, you know, they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s. There's not, sometimes there's not that understanding of, of these kind of very, what I would describe as important and sophisticated tools and processes that you need to go through. Mm -hmm. you, I can't imagine just uh, having a conversation with somebody and saying, you know, yeah, here's my balance sheet. I've got, you know, I've got a $200,000 worth of shop tools and I got some trucks and trailers and, and uh, you know, here's what I'd like to sell my business for. I, it's a, it, it's scary to think that some people that's how they do this and uh without what you do which brings really a more accurate and professional level of 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 selling that that legacy business well it's it is a professional uh job that we do meaning that right. you you have to have not only the knowledge and the expertise but you have to have accreditation as well whether you're a doctor or lawyer a cpa you know all of these professions have specific moral and ethics clauses that you have to follow throughout your career as well as designations that you need from training and continuing education on that training so yeah i mean uh, anybody can tell you you need to do this or need to do that but if it's not coming from a qualified source, you know, you need to be wary of that. Um, right. People, like I said, people have their own idea of what value is and where it comes from. But right. unless you've gone through, and in my case, seven years worth of uh, experience in the marketplace and another full year uh, of education and training on my designation, and then a peer review on top of that, you have to go through that to make sure that you're giving that qualified advice to a small business owner. Because the important here is that is small business owners are, in fact, ones who benefit or suffer when right. when they exit, they're not getting what they deserve in terms right. of value, and you need somebody to be able to make that an accurate valuation before they go out. Yep, no, makes absolute sense. And uh, so, uh, Darren, thank you for the work you do. Thank you for your support of the uh, Flagle Conference. 
I think you guys win the nicest uh, booth award. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, of course, you know, behind ours, of course. But, uh, but yeah, uh, beautiful presentation. And uh, you can thank and, my marketing team for that. They're, uh, they're fantastic. <laughs> they do a well, great job. Listen, you, what you do is important. You're helping uh, legacy businesses, uh, like you say, get, get what they truly deserve uh, when they're exiting those businesses. So we appreciate what you do. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Uh, so again, Darren Mize, co-founder and partner of GCF Business Valuations. You can find them at gvalue.com. That's correct. All right. Thank you, Darren. My pleasure. Thank Keep you up the me. great work. We appreciate it. Pleasure to be here. All right. Uh, this is Tom Kindred, and this is uh, Small Biz Florida coming to you from the Flagle Conference in Orlando, Florida. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.